Welcome to Granite State Golfers with Micah. I'm an avid amateur golfer in New Hampshire. This podcast dives into the stories of the top amateur golfers in my home state. We are about to tee off. Please join me. Episode 16 features Karis Fennessy, who at age 15 already has an incredibly impressive golf resume. She recently defended her title winning the Individual Girls High School Championship. As one indication of her talent, she hit all 18 greens in regulation in the final round. We discussed that win along with some of her other championships. We also discussed an injury she suffered while attending the U.S. Open this past June at the Country Club. Karis explains how serious it was in her drive to get back to playing competitive golf. We discuss her goals for golf after high school, and she tells us what's in the bag. Spoiler alert, another member of Team Sevenwood. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. All right. Hi, Karis. Welcome to Granite State Golfers, and thanks for coming on the show. Hi. Good to be here. Let's start with your recent win. You just won the state high school individual championship for the second year in a row. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about the format for that tournament and where was the tournament held this year? Um, So format 36 hole tournament. The first day was held at Campbell Scottish Highlands in Salem. And then second day stroke play would be at Beaver Meadow in Concord. And are they held on back-to-back days or is there a bit of a gap? There's two weeks in between. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty pretty big. (laughs) And what were, so after the first day of the tournament, were you in the lead or how did you play that first day? I shot even par, um, two shot lead going into the second day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I read about the second and final day. Did I read right that you hit all 18 greens in regulation? I did. (laughs) Ball striking was on point. That's that's quite the ball striking round. Yeah. And you shot even par that that final day. I did. Yes. Yeah. What? How did you feel your game was going into the tournament? You know, like a little a little rusty fall golf. I'm not playing as much as I normally do in the summer. Like I don't have all those 18 hole rounds in. But I like the courses are shorter than I'm used to playing in normal competitive events. So I knew if I could hit greens and two putt I'd be fine do you do you get nervous in the tournament um in the tournament no leading up to it definitely I kind of get in the zone right before I go tee off and I'm at I'm calm and I'm relaxed I don't know what happens but wow that's I think a lot of golfers would like to have that yeah (laughs) tell me a little bit about your game what are so obviously so you hit 18 greens so you're obviously a good iron player but tell me what some of your strengths of your game are and uh, maybe a part of your game that you're working to improve. All right. So definitely this year, um, my tee balls have been relatively straight right down the middle. So um, getting a good shot, a good positioning into the greens like helps a hundred percent. If I'm not hitting 18 greens, I'm a pretty good wedge player too. So that definitely saves my butt a couple times. Putting would definitely be something that I would work on in the near future. Um, I'm a I'm a great lag putter, but I think when I get into the you have the 15, 20 foot birdie putts, I'm not thinking make, I'm thinking make par. <laughs> so definitely changing my mindset there. 
um, would be something I could work on. Let's talk about some of your other wins. So I I think I also read you play out of Kachiko and you've won the club championship there. Yeah. Three times. Three times. Three times. Now I should have started with this. You're, you're a sophomore currently at Dover high. I am. And you're, are you 15? I'm 15. Yeah. Okay. What, how old were you when you first won the club championship at Kachiko? 12. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. I think I missed a year somewhere in there. I wanted 12, 13, and then 15. So. Wow. And then you've also won some New Hampshire junior championships. I have. Um, I think I was 11 and 12 and 13, 12 and 13. Sounds right. Do, are any of those uh, wins memorable that you want to share a story about? The first time I won it when I was 12, um, that was like the first time it was like little kid Karis became, you know, like, oh, I'm actually getting good at golf. <laughs> and so that that stuck with me. It was my first like big win. Um, and I was beating, you know, seniors in high school. Um, so it was a huge confidence boost there. And, you know kind of a sign that I'm like on the right path. I just remember that stuck with me. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning. When did you, how old were you when you started playing golf and who got you into golf? So my dad, my dad has coached Dover High's uh, high school golf team for, I think, 17 years now. So more than I've been alive. Um, And so I would always go to their practices starting when I was like three and I'd just watch them out on the course. I'd ride around the little golf cart um, and I'd have my own little plastic set of clubs. So, you know, being around the game definitely helped. I started playing in tournaments when I was eight. Definitely started young. Yeah. yeah. Um, and do you play other sports? Um, currently, no. I did play tennis and basketball up until the accident in June. As we enter uh, the the winter season and the unfortunate uh, off season here in New Hampshire, what do you do during the winter time to keep golf, uh, you know, to stay active with golf? Um, so there's a bunch of simulators around here. Um, I work out with a trainer. So just keeping my body in good shape. And um, yeah, I try to, I chip inside, I putt inside. Um, We'll take an occasional trip down south at some point, but just kind of staying in the rhythm, thinking golf, watching golf. Um, So, yeah, not much changes except for not being out on the course. Yep. So Um, so you're going to have two more years of high school, hopefully repeat this championship a couple more times. Um, Are you already thinking about where you want to go with golf when you get out of high school? Yeah, um, definitely the goal is Division One, um, and if I could pick a location, it would be south of here. Um, I love the state of New Hampshire, but I'd be in college from what September to May, so those aren't necessarily <laughs> the best months for golf up here. Yeah. So uh, the Carolinas look nice. Yep. So have you started looking? Are there, do you have an emerging short or medium list of schools that you're interested in? Um, I don't. Um, In November, I'll be looking at Georgetown, Virginia, and Maryland. No schools are particularly on my radar right now. Yeah. Well, you got, you got time. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's you, you you reference that you aren't playing a couple other sports because of uh, an injury. Um, and I want to ask you about that. There's there's been a, I know at least a couple news stories about this. Um, so this happened at this past year's U.S. Open um, down in Brookline at, at the men's USGA uh, U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about before that day, but tell me about, I gather, what was probably some excitement for you and your dad to get to go to the U.S. Open and how much you were looking forward to it. And then tell me about your day at the Open and what happened with the injury. Yeah. So leading up to it, um, we had just bought tickets, I think two weeks before we like couldn't get on the list or whatever, um, to buy just like regular gallery tickets. They only let, I think 20,000 people in. (laughs) So, um, we got the tickets. It was crazy big day. Um, got there Friday. It was like coolest moment of my life. We had in back in December, I got a chance to meet with the pro at the country club. Oh, wow. So I had to talk with him. He was like, here's what to expect. Like, this is going to be great. So there was so much anticipation going into that day. And then as it happened, we were on the fifth hole, watching the fifth hole. Snap hook comes in from two and hits my left temple. And I I fall. I don't go unconscious. Um, and luckily there's an, a first responder, an EMT on a bike right behind me. So I got brought to the medical tent almost immediately. And from there, went home, did a CT scan at the emergency room. And there was a, about a golf ball size of brain, brain bleed in my, in my head. Um, so I was at Mass Gen for, I think, two days after that. Wow. It was crazy. And we were just leaving the the tournament that we were. That was the last hole we were planning on watching. And it just so happened. I was wrong time, wrong place. And well, that is a tragic and freak accident. So you go to Mass General for some additional test and valuation. You it sounds like you then got discharged And what what kind of ongoing uh, injuries or rehab are you needing to do from the accident? Um, so yeah, I, I, I could barely talk. I like was slurring my speech and stuff. So we, I, I went to speech therapy. Um, I did physical therapy, occupational therapy. Um, and I had a bunch of like whiplash type symptoms. Um, so obviously no golf. Yeah, it was tough. Um, it was June 17th. School had just got out the day before. So I was looking forward. I had the New England AM coming up. And it was really defeating. Um, I definitely dealt with like moments of depression. So yeah, it was tough. How I assume you had to take a, a decent amount of time away from golf. How long were you not able to play over the summertime? Um, I think it was about two months. Wow. I started back in August. So just as school was starting. Yeah. And you noted some, some depression and just getting through the injury and not being able to play a sport that you love and that you're very good at during in our short season here. Those are obviously peak months. Right. And that must have been really hard not to have been able to play for a good chunk of the summer. 
Yeah, definitely. And just as I would sit at home in my bed or on the couch watching leaderboards, like I knew I could be up there, but you know, everything happens for a reason. I just got to remember that. Well, an amazing comeback from that injury to then come back and have a strong fall season and to win the the state championship again. Right. Men even more. Right. Yeah. Just a couple more sections here. Uh, One of the things I've been asking guests on the show is sort of what's in the bag. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's just start at driver and let's go down through what you're currently hitting all the way down to putter. So what's uh, what are you hitting right now for your driver? Driver, I have the Rogue ST Callaway driver. Um, I love it. I just got it this year. Um, Obviously wasn't able to hit it, but (laughs) yeah, I love it now. Fairway finder. Yeah. And what about fairway woods? Um, I play a Maverick five wood um, and then a Epic Flash seven wood. All right, let's pa- let's pause on the seven wood. So <clears throat> one of my, I think my second guest this on the show was Tara Watt and okay. she shared that she plays a seven wood and we bonded over that because last year I ditched my four hybrid to get a seven wood yeah. and a lot of my friends made fun of me for that, but the seven wood, uh, Tara and I agree. The seven woods are our favorite club in the bag. How do you like your seven wood? I love my seven wood. It's, it's great for everything. Like I use it off the tee a ton um, and into greens, like it comes out nice and high. Yeah. And obviously it's easier to hit than having like a four iron in your bag. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah. I love it. Great. Uh, and then what do you hit for irons? Irons. I have apex Callaway. And then I hit, mm, I have all of those pitching wedge through six iron. And then I have a um, Maverick, no, a Rogue hybrid. Okay. Hybrid. Yeah. yeah. And what about your wedges? Wedges, um, all Jaws, full toe, Callaway. Okay. How do you like the full toe? I, I like it a lot. Um, it's like, I think it's called like the John Rom wedge. Um but yeah, it's good for, you know, those little tricky shots you have to hit out of crappy lies or whatever. Yep. yep. I like it. And what about your putter? Um, I play in, right now I play an Odyssey White Hot RX. Um, putter probably got released in 2017. <laughs> but I've had it since I was probably 11 and it works. Yeah. Well, putters are those, those things. Some people swap them out a lot, but other people, you know, Tiger being a famous example mm-hmm. has been using the same Scotty Cameron for decades. So yeah. if you find a putter you like, a lot of people stick with it. Yeah. Um, and what ball do you play? Um, I play a uh, Titleist Pro V1X. So the bag's all Callaway and the ball's not. <laughs> and how do you mark your ball? Um, I do one black dot right under the, the number. Okay. Yeah. And do you, do you prefer a certain number? If I can get it, 77s. Um, my favorite NBA player is Luka Doncic. So that's his number. And yeah. Love it. I love it. Um, last section is this, this little section I call gimme. So these are short, pretty straightforward questions. Um, do you have a favorite course in New Hampshire? In New Hampshire? Um, I like Warmoth by the Sea. Okay. I think Good. it's pretty. So. Yep. Um, favorite club in your bag? Ooh. 
putter. Nice. Yeah. Uh, multiple choice. If you had the pick between just a crushed driver down the middle, uh, a flush six iron, or draining a 20-foot putt, which of those three would you pick? Flush six iron. <laughs> those, <laughs> what, don't what? those don't happen too often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a favorite PGA and or LPGA player or players right now that you like a lot? Um, PGA, I, I've always loved Tony Fee now. He's like such a good guy and he wins so rarely. I think he's like everyone's everyone's favorite to some degree. Um, LPGA, I like Lexi. I think yeah. she bombs all, but I also like like the Corda's swings. I wish yeah. I could swing swing the club like that. Yeah, they have great swings. Yeah. I love the tempo in general of all the LPGA players. They have such great tempo. Green. My last question that I'm asking people on the show is golf's been a huge part of your life. You've had tremendous success at it already, and I'm sure lots more success to come. Why do you love the game of golf so much? Um, I think for me, it's a new challenge every day, every course, every shot. I get bored pretty easily. And I, I think this is the one thing I've found that it challenges my game every time I'm out there and I'm presented with a new situation every, every shot. Um, so it keeps me thinking. Um, yeah. I love it. It, it is challenging. Uh, and I like what you said earlier that you, you've got the ability to get into that Zen focus, uh, which is a great place to be given how challenging the game can be some days. Yeah, no, it definitely helps. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm like a black sheep and in that way, a lot of people get nerved up shaky before tournaments. So, well, that'll, that has served you well and I'm sure will continue to serve you well. Yeah. Well, thank you, Karis. It was great talking with you. I enjoyed the conversation and I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Granite State Golfers is produced by Dew Sweeper Productions. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, tee it up, have fun, and go low.